0: All right, well, we are continuing in our series, and I want to lift up our Wednesday night conversations between myself and Pastor Raymond. Um, they have, we were talking this morning just how blessed we have both been, and uh, I hope it has been a blessing to others, but uh, we're talking about the body of Christ um, and the different themes in the, of the messages, and so it, we're, it's just been a true blessing to have... Um, Different churches come together and, and really be the body of Christ. So I encourage you to uh, watch that if you can. If you can't watch it at the time, then go back and, and see it. So, all right, I thank Dr. Phil Gore for filling in for me or last week. Uh, and a happy birthday. Uh, happy Father's Day to all the fathers. And I don't know. Uh, you want to start? Y'all seem kinda down. <laughs> <laughs> Is <it>? Oh yeah, <laughs> could've come to the left and, so. But but um, I understand those that had the work day, the allergies, um, my allergies are horrible from yesterday. But all right, well, let's just jump right into it. Um, the scripture today comes out of uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 12. Beginning in verse 12, listen for the word of the Lord. Just as a body, though one, has many parts, but all its many parts form one body, so it is with Christ. For we are all baptized in one spirit, so as to form one body, whether Jews or Gentiles, slave or free, and we were all given one spirit to drink. Even so, the body is not made up of one part, but of many." But in fact, God has placed the parts in the body, every one of them, just as he wanted them to be. If we were all one part, where would the body be? As it is, there are many parts but one body. This is the word of God for the people of God. So last week we talked, well, Dr. Phil and Raymond talked about the seven ones. Uh, Raymond, Pastor Raymond, uh, talked about a chain of seven, and I like that imagery of uh, holding us together. And, And the part of that that is important is that these are the things that we all agree on. These are the pillars, these are the foundations of our faith that allows us to mature if we have these foundations. And if these things we have in common are the foundations of our faith, then there is Variety. Variety is preferred. Variety is necessary. Uh, God has given us all colors of the rainbow. It, and it's bo- boring if we try to be one, all one, you know, one body as far as our gifts, our talents, uh, all that we do. And so God does, has designed the body for variety. There are many different parts. See, Church is not an organization, or it shouldn't be just an organization. It is an organism. It is a living body that God has put us here to fill us with His Spirit and to be Christ to the world. How does the kingdom come to the world? Through the body of Christ, if it's being the body of Christ. Now, it is, as I said, it is not an organization, but it is an organism. And each part has a function. Each part has uh, its individuality. We're not supposed to be, we're not talking about conformity, we're talking about unity. God never designed us. He never wanted us to be the same as everyone else. It it is just as our bodies have different uh, parts that have different functions, in the same way, we are one body, tied by one spirit and the blood of Christ, but we are many different parts. And it's glorious for him to be different. Um, but we have to be, understand what our gift is. To, this morning, Pastor Raymond talked about gifts quite a bit. And that's where he focused. And each one of us, we're, we have had different experiences, we have different uh, cognitive makeups, we have different personalities, different likes, different... There are so many ways that we are different. But when we are tied together in Jesus Christ by one spirit, it becomes a beautiful puzzle. And each one of us have this particular piece in there that only that puzzle piece fits into that. God designs uh, individual bodies. He designs uh, New Birth Church. And he brings people to that church specifically to function as part of their body. It has a a particular gift or talent. In the same way, God brings people to Rockbridge that have unique gifts and talents and personality and brings flavor to who we are. And so we need to be more fully who we are. We we don't lose our identity when we become a Christian and, and become part of the body of Christ. In, in fact we find our true uniqueness in Christ we can only truly be who we are meant to be in Christ and so when we join the body of Christ we become part of it and as I said variety is is preferred it's it's um, I I Talking about mission trip, I always liked to be a team leader when we would go on conference mission trips, and it was like having a little church right there of these eight kids that have gotten thrown together from different churches with different personalities, and boy, to see where they are at the beginning of the week, it's a little kind of microcosm of what church is. Because there's fights, there's tensions, everyone, they kind of feeling each other out. So-and-so doesn't like so-and-so, so-and-so likes so-and-so too much. And we go through all of these different things. And I always kind of, at the end, am proud when I see them, how we've taken all these different people, these different kids, and they've come together and have formed this one unique team, this one unique body. Uh, it might be my pastor's heart, but I just love to see that. Just, I, I stopped up on the mission trip and you saw how they were all lovey-dovey. When I got there, it was Tuesday, there was some tension between some of them, right? That's not to tattle, but you know, if there's teenagers, there's probably gonna be some tension. But how they've worked through that, as they said, together as the body of Christ. It doesn't mean when you say the body of Christ, that there's not gonna be tension or there's not gonna be issues. It's how you deal with those issues that, that's different than the world. It's how you repent and ask for forgiveness, and you reconcile, and, and you learn, and you're molded, and you're shaped. It, it's it's not, not having any issues in the body of Christ, but it's how we deal with them as the body of Christ. And so, as I said, it, it's so much better to have variety, and, and I remember the kids on these mission teams, the ones that have very unique or quirky personalities, you know, that stand out from the other kids, that it, it could be in a good way, it could be in a weird way, it could be in not such a good way, but, but all that variety brings joy and uniqueness to the team. I was sharing Wednesday night, I have four kids, All my kids are very different from one another. Um, Zachary is IT guy, he watches anime, he's got some weird theology he goes by. Um, My daughter, she is uh, oldest daughter, she doesn't have a filter and you never know what's gonna come out of her mouth. Every now and then we gotta say, Madison, you can't say that. She goes, well, you were thinking it. I said, I know, but we didn't say it. (laughs) And then Jake, he was our athlete. Well, they're all kind of athletes, but he was the quarterback. He just got married. He's very uh, warm hearted, very competitive. He's very unique. And then Madison, I mean, Morgan, my youngest, she's our, if we had an ambassador that I wanted to send out to another family or come talk to you, it would be Madison because she had the least chance of embarrassing us. Oh, Morgan, Morgan, <laughs> Morgan. And, but, and if they were all very much the same, how boring would that be? I mean, we have some fun times and they go at it in a sister brotherly way, but it brings variety to the family. We love, I love each one of them in their uniqueness. And in their uniqueness, makes our family. So, variety is preferred. It brings life, spice, flavor to the body of Christ. But it's also necessary. Variety is necessary because we have different gifts. We have different skills. And so, so many times, what we feel pressure to be like someone else when we need to be who we are in the gifts and skills that we have. Derek. He is a chart computer-making machine. If you go to our, if you've ever been to a council meeting, he's got, he's got um, all these charts, all these graphs, all, and it's just And I love that about him, because I don't want to do that. And I would not be good at that. So I love that Derek loves that. Ashley and I, she always tells people we balance each other out. I'm kind of the hard-charging, don't worry about it, clean up the mess later, let's just do it, let's go. And she's very methodical and particular, so she says, we balance each other out. So we, we need, it's not just preferred. Oftentimes I see in churches mistakes of people getting people around them that are just like them because it makes them feel safe, but it's not best for the body. I go out and I find people that, are good at something, and I don't care if we're the same or different, I celebrate our differences, but I want somebody that has different talents and skills than I do, because it's necessary and we should celebrate those. But it's also necessary because this is in the body how we discern God's will for our church. As <clears throat> confident as I am and as right as I am most of the time, um, I'm still human and I still make mistakes. I I was just joking on that first part. (laughs) I realized a lot of you might not know me well enough to know I'm joking about that. But we're all human. So I wanna verify through others, through teams and through councils and through the body of Christ, this is what I'm thinking, what are you thinking? Because it is, all, it, and we do, in, in churches, we, we make two mistakes when we do kind of leadership councils or committees. One is, one or two people make a decision and everybody just kind of looks to them and goes, yes. And you always have a unanimous decision. That's not good. Or the other one is that you, everyone shares their own opinion, but then they start fighting about it and getting angry and tearing each other apart and nothing gets settled. And that's not good. What's supposed to happen is people come in and share their hearts with people that they love and say, this is what I'm thinking. What are you thinking? And then you hear from other people and then you get to kind of work through that process and you say, well, it looks like God's leading us this way by the consensus of the body. And everyone shares their opinion and everyone, and you have a vote and it might even be a split vote but you leave saying, okay, I think we'll go with that. I told a church one time, I said, if, um, if you wanted to come in here and paint this sanctuary pink and polka-dotted, um, I wouldn't vote for that. But if it was the wisdom of the body, I'd bring my paintbrush. And so it is necessary for us to discern the Holy Spirit because we're all human and not one person has all the answers. So it's necessary, but it's also necessary because each one of us have our different places in our lives. As I said earlier, some of us are struggling with something and we need a victory and we need God's help and maybe we're going through something in our relationships, or our job, or with elderly parents, or our kids. I mean, the list is long. But maybe we're in a good point in our life, and things are going good, and, and we're feeling blessed. We're all not going to be going through the exact same thing. And so we need to be the body, and we need to be present with one another. Because sometimes I'm going to need my foot feet washed. I'm gonna need minister too, because things are going rough or uh, things aren't going the way I'd hoped for. I might be going through something. But sometimes things are gonna be going pretty good. uh, My family's been on a pretty good streak these last few months. Seven, eight years ago, could have ended very differently with a couple of them. But things are pretty good, and so we need to be there to balance one another out. You might be here today celebrating Praises in your lives, and, you, and that's a testimony to someone else. Or you might be here struggling, and you need a word from somebody else of encouragement, or they can see the joy in your face and know that this too shall pass. And we need to be there for one another to lift one another up. And so one of the parts, one of the big lessons about having many different parts that all have a different function, is that when one part is sick or not there or not present, then it's not the body. You know, going back to my family. We have big get-togethers now. They all have wives and significant others. Uh, they have four kids. And so we all get together and we have a good time, but if, because they're so unique, if one of them's missing, it's not the same body. It's not the same family. We still have fun and do it, but it's just not the same. It's different. And that's the same thing with us. Now, this has been good, and and Bill had brought this up on Wednesday evening. We've learned a lot of new things through this pandemic and Zoom and uh, Facebook and being able to watch, and that's here to stay. Uh, It helps keep connected. Um, And all that's good and useful, but it's not the same as face to face. It's not the same as being present. And I gave Bill uh, a, a, a real life example. I talk to my wife every single day on the phone, every single day. But it's not the same as being with her, being present. I talk to my grandkids a lot, it's not the same. We can't have a guy's night on Zoom, right? I'm not saying it's good. It has a purpose, but it's not the same as being present. And so one of the things about this is that the main message I would say is that we're all part of the body of Christ, and we're all unique, and we're all gifted, and we're all necessary. And when one's not there, something's missing. And sometimes we need to be the ones that need to have our feet washed, and sometimes we need to be there because somebody else needs to. We are the body of Christ, one spirit, many parts. Let us pray. Dear Lord, I thank you for your grace and for your mercy. I thank you for the beautiful variety of your body. And that you have given each one of us unique personalities, unique experiences, unique giftings that we can bring and and give to the function of your body that is bound together with your spirit. As we enter into communion, Lord, I pray that we are reminded that because there is one cup and one loaf, that we, in all of our glorious differences and varieties, are one body.